Go to audibletrial.com slash WTT to get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial with Audible. If you do, we'll love you as much as Kanye loves Kanye. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West. My name is Chris. Baseball season is just around the corner. Wow. And my name is basketball season. It's hopefully wrapping up soon, Bean, because I'm sick of watching the Bulls lose. And today we are, well, we're doing a little hybrid episode. We're going to be doing a story A and a little bit of news. Yeah, we have a, we have a special guest, Alex. Alex, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello. I'm Alex. Uh, that's about that's about all I've got. <laughs> wow, <laughs> riveted stuff. <laughs> well, so mm-hmm. I guess the m- major question is uh, Kanye. Do you like him or do you not like him? Uh, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> we like having on casual fans of Kanye. <laughs> mm. What? Uh, cool. When did you first decide that you liked Kanye? Oh, see, so the last week I've been trying to work it out, like when when it started, but I think it's got to be like graduation kind of time. I think so. And was it that album in particular that hooked you? I mean, I don't think it was the album because I mean, when I was younger, I just didn't listen to albums. It was uh, like the the singles, I think. Like stronger and good life things like that. Stronger was all over the place. I just remember <laughs> uh, I was in yeah. college and just everywhere I went, you hear Stronger playing and just like I love this song. And I remember when I first listened to the album, I was like, I'm finally going to become a Kanye fan. And I heard <laughs> Drunken Hot Girls and Barry Bonds, and I was like, I'm not a Kanye fan. <laughs> oh, I'm finally what doing a- it, Mom. I'm doing it. I'm being a Kanye fan. You can't stop me. <laughs> well, so you were just hearing those songs and they just kind of mm. grabbed you? They were just kind of, yeah, because they were all over the place. You kind of start to notice. and Yeah, and all your friends are listening yeah. to it and you're like, well, I want to be accepted by my friends, so I guess I like Kanye now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was over here, like, not many people were into Kanye like I mean everyone kind of just goes by what the news says here (laughs) so we're terrible at introing by the way you are not from the United States no (laughs) I'm from the United Kingdoms 
Okay, cool. This is a good perspective. Yes. We only talk about Kanye from his homeland. It's good to know the influence yeah. he has in other countries as well. I think I think it's the same sort of influence. I think it's just less. Sure. I think uh, yeah. Had you been up until that point? Uh, had you listened to a lot of hip hop and rap, or were your tastes in music uh, for another genre at that point? Do you know, I just didn't listen to music at all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I mean, if I was going to, it wouldn't be like rap or anything. I was. I was the same way in high school. Actually, I just yeah. never really listened to music. Uh, I just had like a few albums that I'd play and repeat over and over and people I one time told my dad that I understood why people liked Kiss so much because Another Brick in the Wall was such a good song (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was the closest he came to like throwing me down a flight of stairs (laughs) Um, so what happened when you started liking those singles was it when did you first finally listen to like a full Kanye album? Oh, I didn't listen to a full Kanye album for years. I don't think. Like, you can, it was kind of always around, but I never listened to albums. Do you know, like, I just like songs. I pick off like all the singles, really. <laughs> full full Kanye album was really, I don't know, Jesus just after. That's pretty amazing. So when you finally yeah. listened to Yeezus, were you just like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was shocked. It blew me away. Like, I, I think I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what did you think that you hated most about it? I think it's like everyone. Everyone, I think Yeezus took a long time for people to understand it and what it was doing. It was just, it was hard to pick out the ironies in it. Yeah, it's such a strange, like, intense, (laughs) weird album that when you first hear it, especially with, like, the third song being I Am A God. (laughs) Yeah. See, I took that literally when I first, (laughs) I took the whole album literally the whole time. I was like, what what is this? (laughs) Who is this guy? (laughs) Well, so did that turn you off from listening to other Kanye songs for a little while? Or how did listening to Yeezus as an album affect uh, the rest of how you were listening to Kanye? Um, what it was that really, really got me into it was the fact that after Yeezus, I started like watching interviews and things like that with Kanye and... Uh, that kind of really got me into him, and I've, I've watched more interviews than I would listen to his music. Really? So I, yeah. That's interesting kind of because people thing. usually see Kanye talk and do the opposite, and it's like I like Kanye's mm. music, but the guy, ugh, I don't know. No, I think his interviews that he's just a sweetheart. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> he really think, can't. Yeah. There's some interviews with him, like uh, the one that he did with Kim's mom. It's like 40 minutes, and he's just being what I imagine to be the Kanye that people see behind the scenes. You're just like, what a lovable, huggable (laughs) man. He's just nice. (laughs) Do you have a a favorite interview? Oh, um, 
sway. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I love that Alan one because it's just hilarious. He did a couple of those, right? Uh, other one. I don't know like the names of them. I know. I know the one where it's like. It's really. I don't know how to explain it. The way he does the game. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Funny. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I don't know if I have a favorite interview. Just, just the ones where he's a nice guy, <laughs> he's a sweetheart. Well, so how did your, uh, how did your opinion change of him over the years? Like, when would you first start saying that you were a fan of Kanye West? Oh, uh, I'd say only like two years ago, two thousand and fifteen, maybe, was when I was really into it. it I, I'd watched like a good amount of interviews then I'd understood like what the guy was about rather than what his music was saying which I think is hard for people to do because they yeah. don't watch the interviews or what he's actually like yeah I mean like if you didn't like somebody and you, you already thought you didn't like them like what's pushing you to go listen to hours mm. of interviews with them like that's how anybody yeah. would work but it, it's strange that people won't do that but still tend to have very strong opinions about Kanye because he is so present yeah because yeah, I feel like Kanye despite all the things he's done like he's never had a Chris Brown moment right where you could legitimately point to that as like I I disagree with him on a human level like interrupting <laughs> Taylor Swift was like in bad form but it's not the physical abuse that chris brown laid out so it's interesting because i know if somebody were to be like oh yeah chris brown's actually sweet in interviews i'd be like i i don't i don't care <laughs> like, and if i hear a chris brown song i'm just like i hate this get this out of here hmm. you can't get past that no but with kanye i do wonder if people if they had the context of him not just the music not just the interviews not just the headlines uh would their opinions change at all mm, yeah have you guys seen the uh there's a guy that does um reaction videos with his mum oh no and have you seen the one no where way. they watch uh Kanye videos and just straight away she just doesn't give it the time of day that's <laughs> so infuriating to watch like sounds like my parents just, yeah Exactly. Like she's straight away saying, "Oh, I like the music, but I don't like the guy." Yeah, that's uh, just... stage two of Kanye fandom. <laughs> yeah. I think we've reached stage a... ten. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna come up with like a diagnosis chart <laughs> at one point. That's just like <laughs> the stages of being a Kanye fan. Um, so. When you really uh, turned the corner in 2015 and started getting into Kanye, what was kind of the first... Did you go back and start re-listening to any of his music? Yeah, I, I listened to it all. I kind of went through the phases of loving College Dropout. And I kind of... I think I did it all really late. Like, I loved College Dropout for three months, loved late registration for three months, <laughs> and just kind of went through each one and overplayed them all and got bored of them all and then now it's just everything hell yeah I think that's what everyone does 
it's it's kind of funny because even by the time when we started this podcast uh, back in middle of 2015, I still hadn't had any kind of honeymoon stage with uh, college dropout, late registration, or graduation. I just spent like years immersed in uh, 808s, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, then Yeezus. And so it was really interesting when we started the, sh- the show to really have those moments of kind of discovering those early albums after the fact, kind of in the same period that you were. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed them, but they kind of fell off quickly yeah. in comparison to like Dark Fantasy and onwards, kind of. Mm. What, uh, and what do you think at this point in your Kanye fandom is your favorite thing about Kanye's music? Uh, hmm. I don't know. It's got to be like just the way he can say so much with so little, I think, has got to be what's interesting about it. Yeah. Jesus is very minimalist. Word. Hmm. I think we've said several times in discussing Yeezus about you compare what's going on there with the Pimple Butterfly and people look at Pimple Butterfly as this very epic album but in a lot of ways there are moments where a single Kanye song or a single Kanye verse on Yeezus could encompass the entirety of Pimple Butterfly yeah yeah that was the uh I remember hearing you say that. That was <laughs> a good point. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, well, so what are your favorite albums? So, right now, it's, I don't know if it's because I've been brainwashed or <laughs> I do genuinely oh, no. like them. It's, it's like Jesus and Pablo, definitely. At the moment, <laughs> two months ago it would have been dark fantasy, but now I think it's because of your podcast. Like, <laughs> it's when you We've done our jobs, kind of yeah. When you get told, <laughs> or help to realize like what is that how we come across means, and you kind of it's true. No, that the way you, you kind of get you get told what everything means and you kind of understand and you kind of get it all put in context you kind of brainwashed into believing it <laughs> I'll uh I'll like, happily accept that <laughs> yeah this is the happiest <laughs> moment of my career yes <clears throat> ah the brainwashing, brainwashing. <laughs> we're gonna have to like start certain episodes now by being like you're getting sleepy very very <laughs> sleepy <laughs> now when i snap my fingers <laughs> you're gonna love the life of pablo yeah so i think you guys are like it's a practical joke like you the I'm in it episode. I was like, this song is just. <laughs> and then afterwards, yeah, I was like, it's... yeah, this is his best work ever. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. In two hours, he changed my mind from it's his worst song ever to it's his best song ever. Ah, that's fantastic. Hell yeah. 
I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> well, what uh, what have your favorite songs been? Do you have your Do you have your top ten? <clears throat> top ten. Or top I said five? I I told him top five. If you have top ten, oh, go like, for it. Okay. I definitely can do ten. I think that's. Oh boy. I think it would always be changing, but uh, I couldn't put them in a list. But I'd say like. Uh, in the top five would be Father Stretch My Hands uh, Power oh Ultralight Beam I'm in it and another one uh, <laughs> I don't know Like it's so difficult after that point good stuff I, I flip flop a lot. I feel like in our yeah. rankings, there's a ton of recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could pick another one. What um, and where do you feel you're currently at with uh, Kanye as a person in the fandom? There, like, did anything in 2016, which was a crazy Kanye <laughs> year, when you think about all the things that happened kind of change your uh, stance on how you felt about him uh, for the better or for worse? I mean, everything for the better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Thank I thought I was the only person <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it's just, In my eyes, he can't do any wrong. I feel like I'm at that point where I'm comfortable saying that. I wonder if this is how <laughs> Trump supporters feel. I feel like it definitely is. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. Um, well, did you have a like a favorite 2016 Kanye moment? 2016. I guess maybe Life of Pablo dropping. Yeah, was... <laughs> yeah that, was, that was a big one, I think. That was definitely up there. Was uh, the whole Madison Square Garden thing as big of a deal over there as it was here? It. I think they had like... Like a few things in theaters and stuff with it playing. Wow! But I mean, it wasn't talked about at all. But I mean, it was quite a big deal that there was the theaters playing. I didn't get to go to any of them, but oh damn, Chris was there. I remember watching it though. Was, my mind was blown. It was incredible. Because <laughs> um, really, it was the first time I was following Kanye, and he dropped like a big album. Because I, I'd always followed him, but I'd never followed him like I did when yeah. Pablo dropped so it was a huge deal for me mm-hmm. were you were you doing what the rest of us were doing and just sitting there refreshing the internet every second <laughs> waiting <laughs> yeah definitely god so excited it was three days of just like torture where I'm like mm. I don't want to tell my girlfriend that I've just spent 12 hours <laughs> sitting at the computer, like posting Kanye memes to the Kanye, Kanye subreddit, waiting for this album to come out. We're cool. <laughs> it is embarrassing, but at the same time, I would do it all over again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to. Turbo Graphics. Well, it was funny because when Yeezus came out, I had no idea a Kanye album was coming out. To the point where the day it released, I was like, "Oh, it's a, there's a Kanye album. <laughs> like, I should listen to this." And then Life of Pablo, it was just nonstop. Like, when's it dropping? When's it dropping? When's it dropping? 
Oh, God. Uh, well, any other uh, specific Kanye memories or Kanye thoughts that you want to share with the throners Yeah, did you ever meet him? World? Oh, all the time. <laughs> oh, cool. You're perfect for this podcast. I assume <laughs> yeah. you also talk often with Jay-Z, if you're here. Oh, well, I mean, do we all not? Like, who doesn't talk to Jay-Z? Okay, yeah. Well, you'll come very handy in, later in the episode, then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys already know. You know what he's doing. <laughs> oh, he's up to something. He always is. I'm gonna actually have to think of something. I? <laughs> I know there's so many texts he sends you, it's hard to pick out just, like, one bit of yeah, news, but yeah. we'll do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What, what a chatty Cathy Jay-Z is. <laughs> Just gab, gab, gab. Yo, gabba, gabba. <laughs> Yo, gabba, gabba. He's always on his phone. <laughs> well, so uh, should we transition into Kanye news? Yeah. Yeah. You cool with that, Alex? Yeah. Let's go for it. Okay. Um, see what we Yeezys, right? Oh, yeah. The Zebra Yeezys oh. came out. Now, Alex, do you have a pair of these? Uh, unfortunately not. Okay. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> if I could. Are you uh are you a fashion guy, like a shoe guy? Uh yeah, I love shoes. I, I used to be really into it. I used to buy like a sh- pair of shoes a month, but then I ran out of money. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, then you definitely can't buy Yeezys. No. God. Problem. I could have waited and just bought one pair of Yeezys, but now I have oh, four that's pairs true. of other shit. <laughs> that we're talking smart. about we're really like trying hard to find a way to like give away a pair of Yeezys on the show <laughs> God, just please one do. of these days it's happening one of these days yeah so the Zebra Yeezys came out and I think they're my favorite Kanye shoe uh, yeah they look badass to this point though I'd still kill for the Red Octobers but mm. I would buy them and then that. go find a black couch to put my feet up on. Hell yeah. Ric Flair. Saw that. Yeah, this Ric Flair shit <laughs> is incredible. Oh, so, you knew about this. This is good. Yeah. There's a Ric Flair, WWE icon. That was for you, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> he. <laughs> there's actually been talk recently because an old photo surfaced of Ric Flair wearing a t shirt. And it was a Ric Flair shirt that said, Ric Flair, nobody does it better. But the font on the shirt is looks verbatim, the font on the Life of Pablo merch. So there have been talk, like, did Kanye like get this from Ric Flair? And a little bit of conversation there. And now suddenly Kanye's sending Ric Flair an entire set of the boosts. So he got every color, that lucky bastard. Son and of a bitch. there's this picture of him sitting on a couch, this awesome leather couch, wearing like a gold medallion chain, <laughs> like a gold watch, a huge fucking gold ring, in the middle of doing his woo, surrounded by 350 boxes and Yeezys. Like, it's the best photo I've ever seen, except for the one stray wire in the corner that's really bothering me. But I just think it's amazing. And 
there's some talk that Kanye wants to hook up with all awesome wrestlers like Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this so is like our dream Hogan, collaboration for us. It really is. If Hulk Hogan goes around in a pair of Yeezys and rips a Life of Pablo shirt from his chest, <laughs> one, how dare he, <laughs> but two, awesome. I mean, I personally think of this podcast as, I mean, first and foremost, the most comprehensive, you know, encyclopedic rundown of everything that is Kanye West. But on top of that, we get into wrestling a lot, and I kind of feel like we cover a good portion of what's going on in that industry. We should we should do more. <laughs> what a uh, Alex wrestling fan at all? Uh, no. <laughs> when, maybe ten years ago, but wouldn't yeah. say so much anymore. We all we all have that period in our youth of being like yeah. wrestling Undertaker. It's weird. I think me and my friend, who his dad was throwing out an old cupboard. So like we made a uh, a coffin out of it to oh, wrestle around. <laughs> you know so when they you do would the have matches? coffin well. matches. Yeah, that was messed up. I was like nine years old. That's amazing <laughs> for someone who's not in the wrestling. That seems like <laughs> pretty intense. I know. Yeah. Holy but shit! That was that's yeah. That just came into my head. That's I used to F five my brother, <laughs> <laughs> which was not safe. <laughs> You really need to make sure you say that to a wrestling fan that knows what that is. Uh, uh, holy shit. <laughs> At least I didn't I jackhammer the... him. <laughs> that's that's true. Or whatever that's called. Uh, no, jackhammer. That's right. Nope. Just kidding. I knew that. Um, that coffin story, I think, beats the craziest wrestling story from my childhood was that my friend tried to have a first blood match with a pillow <laughs> and lost <laughs> uh, because we had decided like if he cut the pillow open he would win so he just had to like beat the fuck out of this pillow until it kind of like <laughs> lost its threads and he had stolen like a, a Bud Light sign from some convenience store <laughs> and he tried smashing the pillow with the sign like, that was going to do anything. But it bounced off the pillow and came back and hit him in the forehead and cut his forehead. So he's just bleeding from his forehead. And the pillow's fine. Has this so, friend been mentioned on the show before? I don't think so. Okay. David, I'm looking you got, at you. You have a lot of friends that do interesting things. Yeah. They're, they're dope and they do dope shit. But by that I mean they're dopes and they do dopey shit. Oh, oh okay. So not in the Kanye way. No, not in a Kanye way. Uh, but the coffin would just be amazing just to see these nine-year-old kids wrestling yeah, around the a coffin. The image it's created in my head is incredible. Yeah. It was dangerous. It was like nails hanging out. <laughs> we weren't messing about. No. Oh God. Were you like legit wrestling, like trying to suplex each other? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. I don't really remember. I mean, I might have like brain damage from it, but. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably Goodness. got concussions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It's a okay. Oh, I need to regroup myself. So, yeah, these zebra pairs. So, I think most of us took L's on the zebra, but. Ric Flair got a W again. 
That man. That man. Um, he's not got enough. Right. He's a 16-time WWE champion. <laughs> now, I always wondered about that. Cause is that impressive to say? Does that just mean you lost it 15 times? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, <laughs> like Goldberg is a two-time champion. Right, but he held it for a long time. Yeah. Mm. So there was also a Daily Mail did actually a very comprehensive article for the Daily Mail about the relationship between Kim and Kanye after Kim Snapchatted a picture of them from 2008. And uh, it's pretty funny. My favorite tidbit is that she knew that Kanye adored her. Uh, I guess he wasn't shy about telling her over and over and over again. (laughs) While he was dating Amber Rose. Yeah. So she was saying that uh, they stayed in touch and after like six months after her and Chris Humphreys broke up, she said, I was like, why not? Like, what am I waiting for? I called him because I'm sure it was really hurtful that I got married. And even though it's not like we communicated all the time, I knew what he was thinking. So I thought he was going to call me as soon as he knew that I was single again. He didn't, and so I called him, and I said, Hello, I thought you were at least going to call me, and I told you so. Something. And he's always been a good friend to me. We've always been there for each other. Then he invited me to a fashion show of his in Paris, and I went, and then the magic happened. (laughs) (laughs) So dirty. Right, so many good things in there. Like, and then the magic happened. (laughs) And famously... Kanye doesn't know what a magic stick is, so I think that's just a subtle plug to what <laughs> there was going on there. That's right. That's right. But I also like that Kim... Like, people talk about the relationship dynamics between Kim and Kanye, but for her to reach out and call him because she knew how he felt and also felt that way about him, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So then. That's that brought fun. me good cheer on this Friday afternoon. And that photo of them is amazing. Yeah, Kanye's in full, like, 2008 Kanye mode. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He, he's, like, wearing a marching band uniform. <laughs> yeah. With those glasses he was wearing all the time. Love it. Uh, Alex, any uh, any thoughts on, on Kim or the love story that is Kim and Kanye? I, I just think they're adorable. Um, so my girlfriend she's not too uh she's not too into kanye she doesn't hate him but you know she uh get her in the show last night i was showing her (laughs) don't know about that i was showing her um the uh magic stick video (laughs) like you can't not smile at that i don't think but she was cheesing i was cheesing it's a nice Nice. moment Shared a moment over Kanye's <laughs> ignorance of <laughs> sexual. It's just innuendo. like how he says, like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Right, he has that smile on his face. <laughs> yeah. oh, being sorry. so meek. <laughs> Kanye, you can't say that. What? Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then Kim says, "Dick," probably loud enough for North to hear. <laughs> Definitely heard. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be so good. North's going to be like 13 
And people are just going to be like, do you remember this? (laughs) (laughs) Showing her that video. Oh, funny. Um, Okay, so then people had a a scoop. Kim Kardashian is in full-on mommy mode and coexisting perfectly with Kanye West. So it seems the, the drama regarding the relationship dynamics again of Kim and Kanye since him going to the hospital and all the rumors of divorce have finally kind of settled down and now we're starting to get the reports that uh, they don't just like love each other and are working it out they're like fully back into like the swing of things and everything's good the main takeaway from here is that Kanye uh, what pushed him over the edge was he had too many projects, and now he's stripped everything back and is focusing on just his fashion line. He's not trying to do everything at once, and that he's really happy and getting on so well with Kim, which, in my experience with sleep deprivation, that was exactly what happened with me. I had to exercise a bunch of things, and once those were gone, things kind of settled and normalized. Yeah. So, I'm Kanye. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's nice to be here finally. Um, <laughs> it's cool that people I'm wrote ca- that though, because they were still a little bit on that kick of will they, won't they, like break up for a little while anyway. Yeah, I'd be devastated. And Alex, maybe you want to follow suit with this. Uh, my girlfriend's in a similar spot as yours. Is like she's not. She's nowhere near. Kanye fandom. Uh, but I think she's a little beyond stage two Kanye. Um, stage like three, four maybe. Um, but she made a bet with me that she thinks Kim and Kanye are going to break up sometime in the next three years. Mm-hmm. Just due to the pressures of Los Angeles and the pressures of the industry. Not necessarily them as people but just the lifestyles that go on in California. So I don't know if you will also make a bet that you will win, <laughs> guaranteed, that they won't break up. But That's a good idea. It's Keep us updated. <laughs> yeah, right? So <laughs> let me know. And yeah. if we do lose, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> That's not your fault because they can't lose. Right, like it just seems. I just got a. I just got a free sushi dinner for winning the bet that <laughs> Kanye would go to rehab in six months. Oh, um, nice. after Life of Pablo came out. So betting on Kanye seems like a good thing to do. Hmm. Yeah, if they broke up, this podcast would end, and it would end because I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just go on without you. No, I, it, it would end. <laughs> I couldn't do that. You'd probably, it would just be like self-flagellation at that point. Like you just come on the podcast to like skulk and be like, I miss Travis. And like, and I miss Kim Ye. <laughs> it just becomes your like slow, steady suicide note. Right. Views skyrocket as people start like wondering. <laughs> this is fascinating. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like an episode doesn't come out one week and they're like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> There's sociology classes on it, psychology classes. <laughs> A bigger hit than cereal, and yet I don't care. I just, I just want my Travis back. <laughs> uh, nah, I just have Alex as a co-host. Oh, okay. That's probably it'll probably make the show better. 
I'm just a replacement to you. <laughs> That's all I am. No, Alex, no, don't say that. <laughs> you mean so much more to me than that. <laughs> I'm just number two. It's fine. Well, when Travis goes, you'll be number one. <laughs> <laughs> so when's that happening? Uh, you know what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, this is a dumb article from Life and Style. <laughs> You're reading it's, a lot uh, of articles that, like, we usually wouldn't even bother with in this show. Yeah, but it's so funny to me, <laughs> like, the headline, <laughs> Black China is crushing on Kanye West after dumping Rob Kardashian. I mean, I don't blame I don't her. That, yeah, I don't think that needs any more conversation. <laughs> it's just the I also think funny. it's probably true. Like, without any evidence, like, that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't have just a slight crush? Well, I mean, if you were also if you're dating Rob and Kanye just happens to be there as well, it's like, come on. That's true. If I'm eating Burger King and I see somebody <laughs> eating Chipotle, <laughs> I get jealous. I get it. Do you, Alex, have you ever had Chipotle? No. They don't have it here. Oh boy. Oh. We've got Burger King, so Chris could not survive not in the same. UK. Yeah. Well come over to the States sometime, get Chipotle, we'll hang and out then we'll have here. you back on the show. <laughs> you right. can tell us what you think. Okay. Chipotle will sponsor the episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If they sponsor my flights as well, then fine. <laughs> hey, could you imagine that is like a <laughs> A marketing proposal. We're flying one young man from the UK <laughs> out to America just to have Chipotle for the first time. Alex, what do you think? It tastes like a burrito. I don't know. It's yummy. I'd say anything they wanted me to say. <laughs> it's yummy. <laughs> uh, um, what's this other... Do you have other articles? Well, there is one. <clears throat> Kanye West was involved in a lawsuit. It was kind of a... Well, actually, it, it involves the um, portion in New Slaves where they, the, he recites the Hungarian poem. or He doesn't recite it. Is it just from the song itself? Oh, uh, yeah, it's from the song itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Well, obviously, he's not speaking Hungarian. That was a dumb question. Um... <laughs> But yeah, there's this part where he takes a verse from The Girl with Pearly Hair, which is a song by some Hungarian band. I'm not even going to try to pronounce their name. Um, and they were suing Kanye West over that. And it, uh, I guess it just fell through. They were just like, no, he doesn't have to pay you anything. Weird. Yeah, they were saying he misappropriated the song, which I think is interesting because I would just say he reappropriated it like he just used the lines for how it fit into Jesus and like idolizing this this woman that he thinks is going to fix his life and everything and I, I don't see how it doesn't fit into that but I don't know apparently they didn't like it and said he didn't get permission so they sued for two and a half million and uh, it was dismissed this week riveting stuff Good. yeah because I mean that just seems like I mean, on the one hand, ideally Kanye would pay, but this also seems like it falls under, like, I don't know if it's fair use, but I guess I don't know how sampling works uh, legally. 
but it seems like a lot of artists will sample work and be able to get away with that. Um, so this just seems like a sampling issue. Yeah. But they don't like Kanye. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, just another case of people who don't get it. Maybe we should send them our episode on mm. New Slaves. That would change their minds. And, right? They could hear us praise the use of their song. And then they would thank us. Sounds like a plan. Good. Okay. I think we're on to it. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I found the article about... Kanye trying to get wrestlers involved <laughs> and it was from February 10th of last year and it was a screenshot of text messages he had sent about the uh, Madison Square Garden show and he had sent please invite Ric Flair Hulk Hogan and every awesome wrestler <laughs> and <laughs> the Iron Sheik had responded to Kanye tweeted it out Bubba you don't invite the legend but you invite that jabroni Hulk Hogan and to Iron Sheik's tweet, Martin Shkreli, that little oh twerpy devil human, <laughs> said, Hey, yo, what is going on in here? Oh to which God. Mayhem Miller of MMI wrote back to Martin Shkreli, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is good kind uh, of news. Yeah, that might be the best Twitter exchange I've ever seen. <laughs> Holy shit. That Martin guy's a maniac. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. He beefed with Ghostface Killer. That's not the person you want to be beefing with. No, but they were exchanging like threatening videos to each other. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. Dude has a death wish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Did we, uh, did we do it for news then? Yeah, I think so. There's some article from Billboard about Kanye and ASAP Rocky's hip-hop influence over fashion, but... We've talked about that. We talked a ton about fashion two weeks ago. Yeah, that's okay. So yeah, I guess it's time to get inside... uh, Alex, I don't know if you can see it. We set up a bounce house over here. You want to step in there with us? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll hop in. Okay, let's go. Watch out for the kids. Okay. That music is so creepy. We're in. (laughs) We're in. Alex, do you like the bounce house music? No. See, I do most of my listening when I'm uh, when I'm at work. <laughs> I'm meant to be doing work, but I just sneak my headphones in, and <laughs> it's just it puts me off. Like, normally, <laughs> I, can, like, I can do some work and like just listen to you, but when that music comes on, <laughs> I just I have to listen to it. I have to stop. And just, <laughs> just listen. I've yes. done my job. It's terrifying music. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, okay. 
Well, so if you could send a bunch of Yeezys to one celebrity, <laughs> and you could deliver them with Kanye, which celebrity oh, wow. would you want to? Yeah. So you and Kanye get to go take Yeezys to one person. Who would you take them to? Hmm. I would. Um, I would say Lou Reed because we know Lou Reed loves Yeezys and get them in the same room talking about music and I'll just sit there and soak it up. That would be uh, pretty pretty beautiful. Rest yeah. in peace, Lou. Is he dead? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I wouldn't take it to Lou Reed because then it would be his grave. You morbid bastard, Travis. <laughs> So it would yeah, be us going, we would go to his grave and Connie would just talk at the headstone and I would watch. I think that would actually be a pretty sweet moment. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. I think I would like to... Hmm. I think it would be fun to sneak to oprah's house and ring the doorbell and oprah would be like who's ringing my doorbell and come to the door and she'd probably have like a like some kind of weapon that she's holding just in case she doesn't know who we are right (laughs) and she opens the door and it's like me and kanye standing there and she's like kanye what are you doing there who's who's this and we're holding these like boxes and we go Yeezys and throw them at her <laughs> and say like, you get a Yeezy, you get a Yeezy, you get a Yeezy, you get a Yeezy. And then we just run away giggling. That's amazing. And she's like, well, come back here. You don't have to leave. And we're like, but we do. And then we go get ice cream and it's just a wonderful day. So many of our stories end up us eating ice cream with Kanye or smoothies. <laughs> yeah, I think we have probably a psychological disorder (laughs) what uh alex who would you who would you go with any uk Um, celebrities oh the queen Um, (laughs) oh man (laughs) honestly i just want it to be someone that would just have no idea i don't know like betty white or something Uh, (laughs) just someone who would just not know what to say do you think that the Queen even knows who Kanye amazing. is? Because you've got because you you said you're with Kanye as well, so yeah. I I do feel like Betty White knows who Kanye is. Uh, maybe Betty White wasn't a good because she. I bet the Queen has no idea. Oh, you don't know. You don't know what <laughs> she gets up to. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> She just puts on famous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> She'll put on like her crown jewels and just. Mm. Uh, I think she's more into Jesus, but yeah, that'd be amazing. Could you imagine if we got the Queen on the show? <laughs> we just get the Queen's story. Oh my god! You know how like um, Obama released his uh, playlist of the year, and like it had uh, like Chance the Rapper on it and stuff I wish the Queen would do that and it would just be Kanye's discography <laughs> <laughs> this is what I listened to this year yeah 
Holy cow. She weighs in on the rankings. (laughs) (laughs) She comes on the show. Now I feel like we just need to try to get Obama to be on the show. It'll happen. Yeah, at the same time. (laughs) That'd be epic. I feel like if we... I like the idea that if we got the queen on the show, but she's just recording from Buckingham, right? Um, They would still send one of the guards to stand in each of our apartments <laughs> to make sure we're up to no funny business. It would just have like a, a very tall, silent man standing guard. behind us. They're ruthless, you know. Have you Are seen they? that? There's like videos when they actually move. <laughs> They uh they march along and if someone's like not paying if like tourists aren't paying attention, they'll like barge into them and shout at them and tell them to move. My god. Oh. Should what just search like Royal Guard marching like or something like Royal it's just Guard they're really aggressive and they shout really loud. That sounds incredible. But like something to where if I saw it happen, I'd be amused. If it happened to me, <laughs> I would be infuriated. Terrified. <laughs> They have yeah. bayonets on their guns. Yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> a bayonet is not mm. a thing to fuck with. They're incredible. Those hats. Do they yeah. really have... Are those fully automatic weapons? I don't know. I'm not sure. I just pictured them still using muskets with bayonets, <laughs> but... I guess that's not practical in the 21st century. I think, honestly, most of those are for show now. It's kind of sad, but it's more for, like, tourists and stuff. Yeah. Which is a shame. I wish it was, like, they're actually guards. Right, like... They're all part of the military, but... (laughs) When I went to Israel, they had soldiers all around, so you'd just be walking and soldiers with their like guns slung over their shoulders would be coming by or even there'd be soldiers that were out of the uniform but they'd still have to have their guns on them so they'd just see somebody wearing like regular shorts and a like a wife beater and they're just slung over their arm like a automatic weapon cool i felt safe but not safe <laughs> safe but not safe that's, that's scary to me i went to um Spain and in England we don't have like any guns <laughs> anywhere and like we went to Spain and all the uh, like police had guns it was terrifying so scary it kind of changes the tension in a room when you're just like oh that person has a gun yeah try coming to America that's weird it's, it's so weird to me just it's weird to me too there is <laughs> Yeah, I, I was sitting like a, a few years back. I would go see movies with a friend, like I don't know, every couple weeks. And it turned out that she had got her concealed carry permit like a year before. And every time we went anywhere together, she always had her gun on her. I was like, that blows my mind. That I never knew that you were just carrying like a gun the whole time we were doing anything. Damn. You're in Texas. That's it's probably terrifying. a big deal around there. Oh, yeah. They actually, at the University of Texas, tried to have, like, a guns on campus march day where yes. they were going to uh, mock a school shooting and how to use guns to protect yourself, which <laughs> quickly got shut down. Uh, God. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I I have guns everywhere I go, so. <laughs> All right, we don't need to finish this joke. <laughs> I just uh, pulled a Scott Steiner and kissed my bicep. <laughs> Big Papa Pump. All right, you finished it. You feel you feel good about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that at a baseball game once, actually. Actually. For like two years, every time between innings where they'd show the crowd, I'd stand up and flex my bicep. And finally, they showed me on the big screen at the stadium. And as they're showing me, I leaned down and kissed my bicep and everybody cheered. <laughs> Proudest moment of your life. crowning achievement as an only child. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you uh, rank that or doing a Kanye West podcast as your be- highest achievement? <laughs> Uh, the Kanye podcast. The Kanye okay. Podcast. Okay. I mean, those are both pretty good. Yeah, I think so. That's a good one too. I could die happy. Yeah. All right. Should we get out Fulfilled. of this bounce house? It's getting a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll tie it out. <laughs> yeah, we bounced a lot that whole time. <laughs> See, I don't even understand. Why is it a bounce house? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Travis, what is it about house? Oh, you know, it's just fun to talk about Kanye and all the wacky stuff he so can get into. That's why you do all, your, all of your questions. It's in a bounce house. <laughs> yeah, it's just Travis things. He gives me my things. I give him his things. <laughs> Let me have this, goddammit. Um, so, J. Cole, Jay-Z news. We should get into this. Yeah, Alex, you said you had something, right? You've been texting Jay-Z? Oh yeah, yeah. I texted him the other day, and um, so he wanted to fly down here. So uh, he flew to England, and we've just been hanging out the last few oh. days. He's gone home today, but um, we were hanging out. We did some, um, you know, because he's not from here. He wanted to do some touristy stuff, so we um, went to London, did some things like that. You know, it's Buckingham Palace, London Eye, things like that. We just kind of had a nice day, really. Oh wow, it's quite nice. Yeah. Did you guys get into any shenanigans? Sorry? Did you get into any shenanigans? No. <laughs> wow, just like a nice, pleasant day of Jay-Z then. Mm. Yeah. Was just what was his... Up. What did you think was his uh, favorite part of the trip? Oh, I th- oh, we went to... Um, went for a nice meal at this, like, street vendor. And he just... <laughs> so we got... I, I ordered, like, one burger... And he, he he just ordered like the entire menu, and I was like, I can't I can't eat that much, Jay. And he was he just ordered. He was like, No, it's for me, Alex. I was like, oh, okay. So, so he sat down. We he like called over a table because there wasn't a table there. We just sat down. And, uh, he just annihilated this entire table full of food. It was oh, yeah. unreal. Well, he's training to be he a sumo wrestler. Like it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, that's probably yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. What a nice experience to share with Jay. Hmm. Yeah, it was all right. I'm a little jealous. He didn't invite me. Next time. <laughs> uh, well, strangely, my Jay Z news has something to do with the sumo wrestling. 
Oh, um, do tell. Yeah, we have a little update on that. So Jay is, I mean, obviously he's eating a lot of food of Alex, but he's starting to realize how difficult it is to actually gain several hundred pounds. Um, and he's not sure he can do it. So in the meantime, he's thinking of transitioning to a career of just regular wrestling for the WWE. Um, and if he can gain the weight, he'll move in, but, uh, he's going to kind of hone his craft there and he's, um, trying it out a new character and he was running it by me and I wasn't sure about it. I guess I'll run it by you guys. You can tell me what you think. Um, he wants to make his character the mailman. So he'll come out in a mailman's uniform and he's got his little mailbag and he'll throw like letters to people and he thinks people will cheer for that for some reason. And he'll get in the rain and he'll have a lot of like mail puns and stuff. Um, and his, so, so he has a few things he wants to try out. Like his finishing move is going to be the special delivery. <laughs> uh, when he gets up on the post and he's ready to jump, he... He, he's going to call it airmail when he jumps through the air and lands on somebody. And when he had, you know how Hulk Hogan has that moment where he like his eyes bulge and he like, and he's shaking his fists and he's hulking out. Yeah. Um, Jay-Z is going to do that too. And he wants the announcers to know, Oh no, he's going postal. And he's, <laughs> and he's going to do the kind of thing Hulk does. And, I I thought all that was interesting. I don't know if people... He expects people to be really on board for it. And I'm like, Jay, I don't even know if the post office is going to be around in a few years. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't see it working. Alex, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I think there's some work to do and maybe... <laughs> I think so. We'll talk about that, but... I think he's got the groundwork. He's obviously thought it through. <laughs> yeah, he has. Only a crazy person would think of all that. Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy for thinking it would be brilliant to <laughs> go over very well? <laughs> Maybe you should talk to Jay. I, that's the kind of encouragement he needs. Mm. Could you imagine? I, I just imagine him having like a bag full of letters that he wrote himself <laughs> and just throws them to the crowd. Love letters. The crowd would go crazy. <laughs> I just think it'd be really funny, like three hundred fifty pound Jay Z, like in the like, in this really tight like mailman's uniform that he rips off when he gets in the rain. I mean, it could work. Yeah, it is like one of his special moves is called the PO box. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of great things. Maybe I should start my wrestling career now. When he uh, defeats one of his he opponents, he before he leaves the arena, arena he uh, puts a little stamp on their forehead and walks out. <laughs> uh, instead of coffin matches, you could have mail matches where you have to put somebody in a very large mailbox. <laughs> First, you seal them in an envelope, and then you have to put them in the mailbox. And put up the flag, and then you win. <laughs> cool. Yeah, instead of a briefcase, like, hanging above the rain, it's just, like, a package. Yeah, the first package match. <laughs> <laughs> Though, aren't they all package matches? And then instead of hell in a cell, it's hell in a post office. Which, yeah, every day. What a great every venue for a wrestling post office. match. Oh, you want to actually have them go to a post office i think yeah it, like he he um 
maybe it goes like backstage and Jay-Z like kidnaps somebody, throws them in his mail truck and uh, drives them to a post office and they have a match there. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I, uh, I say you should go for it. Okay. Start yeah. in the indie circuit. You should text him. Yeah, I'll tell him. Like, there's Wrestle Circus here in Austin, and you can start doing that. <laughs> Off you go, Jay. <laughs> well, so, J. Cole, actually, uh, I have some news for him. Okay. He actually wants to try out for Major League Baseball. He's been very ins- inspired by seeing Tim Tebow transition from football to baseball. So J. Cole was thinking if Tebow could go from doing something else to doing baseball, I should be able to go from a hip-hop artist to a baseball player. Makes sense to me. Um, yeah, so he's currently trying to try out for some teams. Like He keeps going to the Mets since they signed Tim Tebow. Uh, he's going to try to go to the Rangers and a bunch of other organizations, but it seems like it might be difficult. So he actually might end up playing baseball in Japan. So oh wow, no sumo wrestling, but he might end up there too. So there could be a point in time where both J. Cole and Jay-Z are in Japan. They could meet up. They could. The J. Crew. They could in indeed. Action. Yeah. Uh, so the the only problem here, um, and it was something that, you know, he sent me his highlight tape. Uh, <laughs> Did they do that in baseball? Came... <laughs> yeah, you make a highlight reel. Oh, okay. Like, like when you're trying not to be on Survivor? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> and he asked me, do I throw like a girl? <laughs> and... <laughs> I said, no, because girl baseball players throw much better than you. <laughs> so you throw like somebody that's never thrown anything ever. Now, I mean, I've played catch of J. Cole before. He throws exclusively underhand. Do you think that's going to be a problem for him? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah, I, I could see that not working out. Yeah, well, especially he wants to play third base. Um, yeah. That's a hell of a throw to make. And I don't think he can even throw that far. Just, again, from my experience, I think it would end up rolling a lot of the way. Yeah. Or he'd have to, like, pass it to the pitcher, and then the pitcher would have to throw it the first. I'm imagining an infield relay, and that just... Oh, ugly. Ugly, ugly. I don't know. Alex, do you think J. Cole could uh, make a baseball team? Uh, I doubt it. He's... (laughs) Is there baseball in the UK? It's not his area, I don't think. I don't know what his area is, but I don't think he's really found it yet. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) I'd have to agree with you. One day. (laughs) He'll find his thing. Uh, I think there's some baseball in the UK. Don't they? They have a team in the World Baseball Classic, right? Do they? (laughs) (laughs) Chris knows more than you do. Uh... I couldn't see it being very good. I don't think oh. it's not. It's not really a thing. Yeah. yeah, there's the Great Britain national baseball team. Okay. Uh, they didn't enter in 2006. They didn't enter in 2009, and they did not qualify in 2013. <laughs> well, maybe J Cole has a shot on that team then. <laughs> he might. Maybe he has some 
maybe has some heritage. Uh, yeah, none of these players I recognize. <laughs> no. I don't know, but I'll be rooting for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, anything that takes them away from music. Yeah. Uh, well, does that do it for our, our news? Yeah, I think uh, we pretty much covered it. Perfect. Um, well, then... Do we, do we end the show now? Do we say our goodbyes? <laughs> yeah, Alex, do you have any parting words for the Kanye fans out there? I think I'm good. I think everyone should just keep doing what they're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. People, keep on keeping on. Yeah, do you have anything, Chris? Any parting words of wisdom? Uh, I really think the WWE needs to start pushing Roman Reigns. Yeah, they have not been doing that enough. No, no. It's about time that it happens. Yeah. Um, then, you know, that's it. Uh, Kanye, send me some Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Obama, you're welcome on the show anytime. Absolutely. <laughs> Two, three, maybe 14 hours of your time. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. Alex, uh, do you have a, a song that we're doing coming up that you're particularly looking forward to? Um. Devil, you said Devil in the New Dress is soon, right? That's like next or something. I'm very excited next. for that. Robocop's Just... next, and then Devil in the New Dress. Oh, fuck. I forget 808s is a thing. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yep, it's in there. Yeah. yeah I'm, like... I'm so excited for that. Nice. Okay, two weeks. <laughs> Please don't destroy it. <laughs> I have a feeling. I, I don't think we will. There was, a, there was a point like three months ago where I had it on in the car, and I parked at my girlfriend's place, and instead of turning the car off, I let the song finish, and then I restarted it. Wait, which and song? And listened to it, <laughs> Devil in a New Dress. Okay. And I was like, fuck, I feel like I'm just hearing this for the first time, <laughs> even though I know all the words to it and have heard it for years and years, but it was just one of those, like... You have to. Yeah. And you can play the guitar riff in that song. Yeah, yeah, I I can play the guitar riff on my baseball glove, actually. Wow, <laughs> crazy! Yeah. I'm going on. Uh, I'm going on America's Got Talents. I'm going on Grit- Britain's Got Talents. Going on Australia's mm-hmm. Got Talents. One of those has got to love you. One of them. Yeah, somebody love me, please. <laughs> Probably Britain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should just go on there and just do the podcast. <laughs> go on, Britain's Got Talent, and just start doing the podcast. Yeah. Could you imagine how annoying that would be and confusing? And for like, everybody they get that. everything. They get the setup progress. They get the setup process. They get our prep. They get us just bullshitting about stupid shit before we even start the podcast. Oh, I love that so much. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. What would... Is Simon still on the show? What would he say to us? (laughs) That was absolutely the worst thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Was that? No, that was Simon. That was him. Oh. That was not me impersonating you at all. Okay. (laughs) I'm offended. (laughs) 
See, this is why we never get guests coming back, Travis. <laughs> Apart from Jordan, but he just takes it. Yeah. yeah he's, he's such a, a masochist. <laughs> oh, Jordan. All right. Well, Alex, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks. And everybody, uh, we're announcing, I guess it's late to announce this, but <laughs> we'll be announcing on Monday the winner of our uh, February giveaway. If I win now, it's going to look rigged. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly well, it. Well, <laughs> you come in the show just saying your chances double of winning. Nice. It's true. Uh, all right. Well, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com